developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. This is a podcast from WOR. You've never heard a radio show like this before. Following in the footsteps of his father and grandfather, Taxi Dave drove a taxi in New York City for many years. In fact, he was born in the front seat of a yellow cab. Join us for an hour of informative discussion with the only person in America to have hosted the Today Show one time. He's knowledgeable, he's witty, and he wrote this. The only one of his kind, and presented by Melrose Credit Union, this is the Taxi Dave Show. This is the night he takes me through a tour at a Kosciuszko Street sewer. Place to be. This is the Taxi Dave Show on WOR 710. Did you miss me? Huh? Huh? You miss me? Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh, lots happened. Um, it's a beautiful time of year, especially in the Northeast. Actually, only where the leaves turn color. That's what I'm talking about. You know, take that, Florida. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yes, I'm going to Florida. Yes, I'm going to. Listen. Beautiful. I, I took a, a nice drive in a convertible, went up to West Point on side roads to Cornwall. Absolutely beautiful. That Hudson Valley and the mountain roads and the Hudson River. Now's the time to take your cars up there, folks, and, and, and go up there. Of course, we do have idiots on the road, which upset me. You know, what does it take, rush hour coming home, 5.30, 6 o'clock, on a crowded highway, and... About once every two or three days, there's a car. You know, everybody's in their lane doing their thing, and all of a sudden, someone cuts in front of you where you have to hit your brakes because they almost hit the front of your car. And then you notice that that person is a young male driver. Okay, you want to know why insurance rates are so much higher for males under 25 Drive, drive home during rush hour, and you'll find out why. I mean, I'm not going. I'm not going to yell about it. Yeah, you're right. They are taking chances. It, it, it's ridiculous. And what does it get them in the end? Um, a minute. <laughs> a minute taking lives in their hands. I just want to make. We're going to have the uh, chairwoman of the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission on in a couple of minutes, Mira Zoshi, and uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things today with her. In particular, we'll talk about uh, there's a lot of the 12-hour rule. There's a lot of rumors out there, and people don't understand it. Um, You know, accessibility, and uh, if you need to renew your license, there's some information. Uh, Well, if we have time, we're also going to handle uh, New Jersey Transit trains crashed in Hoboken. Uh, There are stories on the brakes, new rules for conductors. And where does New Jersey Transit stand on the national list of commuter railroads regarding accidents? I think you'll be surprised. Also, uh, November 1st, increase in gas prices in New Jersey. Who wins and who loses? Um, 
how many seniors are driving. Recalls, we have over a million recalls again. If you own a Chrysler, Land Rover, Jeep, Volkswagen, Prius, stay tuned. It may be your car that's recalled. And if we have time, a personal note on uh, homelessness. The oh, Our email address is taxihale at AOL.com. And our phone number is 800-321-0710. So let me tell you about a little bit about the chairwoman of the Taxi Limousine Commission. You may not know that she's a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania. You may not know that she uh, worked for the Civilian Complaint Review Board investigating complaints of police misconduct, uh, misconduct, misconduct, (laughs) as the first deputy executive director. You may not know she was the inspector general for the New York City Department of Investigation. Okay. And she was the Taxi and Limousine Commission general counsel before she became the chairwoman of the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission. Um, With us right now, live, is Chairwoman Mirazoshi. Welcome to the Taxi Dave Show. Thank you. Have a good evening. Nice evening, right? Yes, it's a lovely yeah. evening. A little, little brisk. We had some nice weather, but it's starting to get cold. Winter's kicking in. I missed those 80-degree days last week. Yes, yes, but the leaves are changing, so it is nice if you're outside and you happen to see some leaves, at least in the parks, to watch the change. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Um, there's a couple of things happening. Um, as far as, let's see, um, when is Eastern Standard Time? When does that happen? Is that November 6th? On, yeah, November 6th. And I'm glad you brought that up because talking about things changing, that's when the clocks go back. So instead of the sun going down at 545, it'll start going down at 445. And um, most professional drivers are aware that they need to be um, extra vigilant earlier. But most pedestrians, especially the older people and younger kids, don't realize that as they're walking back from school or doing errands that it's now dark out um, and they're not as visible. So it's a time when I think especially on the day of the change, which is November 6th, that Sunday evening, all drivers need to be extra careful, um, use your headlights earlier and really be on the lookout, especially for the more vulnerable parts of our population who probably don't realize um, the change in the day in the light. Not not only that, but statistics show that the two or three days after uh, we set the clocks back or we move the clocks forward, people are so out of sync that they are high accident days, unusually high accident days. Yes, and last year we had a, a tremendous tragedy involving a green taxi on Halloween. I think it was that, that evening, um, and, and several children were killed. So that was one you know, horrendous example, but you're exactly right. The couple days before and a couple days after and always the day of, there's a higher higher likelihood of crashes happening. And just so that, you know, we always sort of got to keep it in context, but crashes cause cause, more than about 200 deaths a year citywide and more than like 4,000 injuries. So it's the most common cause of injury-related death for children. Um, So 
it's just something that, you know, toward from now until the end of the year, when it's darker out, we just all have to be much more careful. And that statistic on uh, children's accidents is a national statistic as well. Yes. Um, speaking of times of the day, there's been a lot of confusion lately with the uh, the proposed or the 12-hour rule. Um Drivers, some drivers uh, still don't understand it. Can you explain it to the drivers? Sure. Well, let me first start out with we voted on the rule, um, and we also said that we wouldn't put it into effect until, you know, several months later. And that's because um, many of the operators in the FHV industry um, sort of said, well, we'll give you some more data about drop-off times, and then you can more exactly determine what common driving patterns are. Because let me start from where where we start from. We know that most TLC drivers are safe. We know that the, the overwhelming majority are safe. And so any rule that we have limiting driving hours um, shouldn't affect negatively the overwhelming majority, because we know they're safe drivers, and we have the statistics to show it. So if by getting additional drop-off data from the FHV sector, that's the black cars and the app base, we're able to um, um, change the rule that we pass so that it really does only affect the outer limits, um, those, those real outlier drivers, because we know Statistically, especially with our yellow taxi drivers, they have incredible safety records for the amount of miles that they drive. So we're in the process of getting that additional information and taking a look at it. Um, and so we are not going to bring the rule into effect on November 1st. And hopefully everybody got an email that says that or a text message. Um, but if not, I'm telling you now, the 12-hour rule will not go into effect on November 1st. And as we analyze this data, we want to, one, come up with, a rule or amend the rule that we have that really um, works in practice the way we see it working in 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 our statistics, which is that most drivers should not be affected. Um, and second, one that really does reflect what's going on, and that we can only do with additional data on the FHV side about with drop-off times. We have all of that on Yellow Taxi. And um, we just need the same amount of information on, for the rest of the industry. Well, that would be great. That would uh, kind of equal uh, the rules for everybody. Well, I think it's not just the um, fatigue driving rule. There's so many things that um, we use to make policy and to enforce that we rely on knowing where trips take place and how long they last. And that means that we need to have equal um, information from all sectors in order to make policy that affects everybody the same way and enforcement that affects everybody in the same way. Well, that sounds logical. You know, usually <laughs> if it sounds logical and reasonable, it doesn't happen. But thank you so much for uh, for your explanation. Well, I can't promise there will be some that will not like us asking for additional information. But, you know, my goal is to try to make the right thing happen. So that's what I'll do. Okay. Um, let's just talk a little bit about the accessible cars right now. Um, mm -hmm. There, There's some income opportunities that many drivers, to my surprise, still don't know about. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. So we pay 
drivers um, 50 cents extra um, for every trip they make in an accessible vehicle. And those that are um, using signs, I mean, everybody's got to be on accessible dispatch system. Those that are using, taking those rides know that they're getting sometimes $10, $15, $20 additional for the deadhead portion of their ride. So we know from the about 650 drivers that we now have enrolled in the program where they get the 50 cents a ride, they're getting about $200 extra every two weeks. Um, wow. And, you know, that's, that's just for doing what they normally do. So that's not adding any hours to their day. And that's not, um, you know, requiring them to work or get a certain number of trips. That's just basically doing what they do normally. They get that extra $200. Um, so I think, you know, a lot of drivers are, you know, seeing this as a, as a benefit, especially in times when competition is, you know, pretty tough. There's lots of drivers out in there, out there, and there's lots of fare cutting going on in the other sectors. It's attractive to know that you can sort of rely on a certain amount of income. It is attractive. I had a driver come into my office uh, a few weeks ago, and he said, I love the accessible fares. I only try to pick up accessible fares. He'll chase a fare, and as you said, he may get 20 bucks above the meter, plus 50 cents on any other fare, but 20 bucks above the meter on, it, on each fare, it's, uh, that's, that's pretty good. And I have to tell you, we get, um, and I wish it was you know, more publicly, and maybe we should do, do a better job of making it more public, but the passengers in wheelchairs um, write in often the most amazing compliment letters about, the dedication and professionalism of the drivers that are helping them give them service that they've never had before or they've never had such dedicated service. Um, so I think it, you know, it's a combination of things that, one, the drivers, it's, it's financially beneficial for them, but two, it's actually something that's really good for New York City and movement in New York City. The driver is interacting in a very professional way with the passenger, and the passenger is now getting the ability to have mobility when they haven't before. So in so many ways, I think it's, it's a really good thing, and we hope to make the program stronger and more financially beneficial for the drivers that are doing it. That's that's great news for all your drivers. I, I hope people, yeah, I hope people know, especially owner drivers, that they get fourteen thousand dollars to cover the cost of the purchase, not the coal cost, but it's to make a, a significant dent in it, and then they get four thousand a year to cover maintenance costs. Um, they just have to keep the car on the road, and as long as the car is on the road, you know you're going to get four thousand dollars a year for four years. That's for four six, years, that's yeah. sixteen thousand dollars plus uh, fourteen thousand when you purchase. That's thirty thousand mm -hmm. dollars towards the price yes. of a brand new accessible vehicle. Or uh, that's yes, and you know there are, um, you know, there's there's possibilities. Um, we're in constant contact with the MTA. They're interested in working through Arrow and Curb and any other taxi app that's out there to. Um, let accessoride passengers get trips in accessible vehicles using those apps. So hopefully the technology will be there and um, those, that kind of connection can happen seamlessly enough for the MTA to feel comfortable with it. And the boon for drivers is that it's, an, it's another group of passengers and another income stream. Our phone number is 800-321-0710 and our email address is taxihail at AOL.com. 
Uh, let's take our first caller, Charbel. You're live on the Taxi Dave Show. Yes, good evening, Mr. David. Thanks for a great show. You're welcome. Well, thank you. Uh, about the 50 cents and the 30 cents, it's hurting us big time when we try to uh, pay it. Now, uh, to stay in the taxi industry, if we can get rid of the 50 cents and the 30 cents, and one more issue about the credit card we have, you know, with the credit cards, when people, they try to uh, do the transaction to get approval, it takes forever with the uh, chip. I was shopping at Costco today, and they got rid of the uh, chip. Uh, all you got to do is swipe, even if you have... Um, the chip with your credit card tells you please do not uh, insert the card because it takes much uh, much longer time to do the transaction. And All right, also, well, that's, some, that's something that we can certainly bring up to the TPEP carriers. Yeah, I don't. I you know I personally I, I completely agree with you. I'm frustrated when I have to use the chip technology and when I'm in a store that says ignore it, um, I'm relieved. I don't know, and, and this is just my ignorance on the state of the credit card industry, I don't know if those stores that are allowing us to swipe might eventually be forced over to the chip, but I agree with you. The chip technology, although it's, you know, presumably safer and protects our identity from, you know, our cards from identity theft, it is more awkward. Um, there is, you know, the more people that pay by phone, which I think we're going to see, um, I think takes a lot of that clunkiness out of it. So uh, a lot of people that I talk to, even if they use Apple Pay or they use Curb or Arrow, um, even if they're not using the hail, they're using them to pay inside the, the vehicle. And that's one way, I, that, that's one area where I think we'll grow and I think you also get a higher level of customer service. Um, but definitely take it up with the TPEP vendors. I'll do my own looking into it. Um, I think it's a very valid point, and, and it is one side of the chip technology that I haven't been very pleased with myself. Okay, let's read an email. We have a lot of emails, a lot of callers. If the city's going to contract to trans, uh, award a contract to transport people with disabilities, why do they have to choose one particular carrier? Why not have an app that lets wheelchair users choose which type of car they want, be it Uber or the like, or a yellow taxi. If the e-health services cannot provide a wheelchair-accessible vehicle, uh, then they are discriminating to both wheelchair users and the taxi industry, which has complied with disability laws. And here's a, two short emails. One is, Commissioner, make the roof lights brighter. <laughs> <laughs> and here's another short one. Um, passengers are complaining about the noise from the vibration of the wheelchair ramp causing a rattling sound. One of my passengers stepped out of the vehicle to hail another cab. Hopefully, uh, this could improve in the future. Okay. Actually, there's a taxi of tomorrow. That's the, uh, uh, the taxi of tomorrow is having, they have quarterly meetings and there's a meeting next month, uh, which I'll be going to. And, uh, we discuss things like this and my advice to you is to bring it back to the dealer because on the older version, uh, they found what's rattling and they can fix it from what I understand. So bring it back to the dealer, okay? Uh, Terry, you're next on the Taxi Dave Show. Uh, Terry, we lost Terry. People are driving and calling. Matt, you're next on the Taxi Dave Show. Oh, it's not Matt. It's Uh-oh. Matt from Lompto. I keep telling him that, but he doesn't pay attention. But that's besides the point. How you oh, doing, good. David? Uh, okay, what's up? 
Uh, no, I just wanted to, uh, you know, make a comment about the, uh, you know, the wheelchair accessible stuff that you, you and the, is the chair lady still there or is she yeah, gone? I'm still here. Oh, good. We we still have to get together one of these days. Uh, we met briefly at the honor roll uh, 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 thing that um, about a month ago or so. Yeah. Anyway, um, the I, I, you know, in order to enhance the wheelchair accessible, why can't we get into the accessoride bank of uh, of affairs? I mean, wouldn't I, that? Yeah, that's what I just I just commented on, and um, MTA is working with Arrow and curb they want to bring in accessoride rides into taxis and use only e-hail because the debit card programs don't work anymore and so to the extent arrow and curb can ramp up and make their product good enough to work with the mta system that's how the rides are going to come in and i think that there's been a lot of progress um i'm sure both Vendors need to make some changes to their apps to meet accessoride requirements, um, but nothing is impossible. It's technology. It just takes time and money. Um, but once those are done, I, I would hope to see, and we're in constant contact with the MTA to push this forward. We want to see more rides sent to taxi. The city passengers um, have put a lot of investment in accessible yellow taxis. And it should be used by the entire city. There's no reason to have duplicate accessible vehicles for accessoride. It costs more, and the passengers don't get a mainstream experience. They have to take a very different, clunky way of getting around when they could order a taxi on an e-hail app and get it within 15 minutes or less. And that's, that's the service they should get, and that's the service we actually have the assets to provide. It's just a matter of getting the e-hail apps and the MTA to a point where they're comfortable about sending trips through the e-hail apps. And New York State spends between half a billion and three-quarters of a billion dollars every year on accessible fares right now. Wouldn't it be great to save some tax money and also yes. to keep the yellow taxi drivers busier and the SHL drivers busier? That yes, be- and it costs about now, I think, around $70 for the state to do an accessoride. It would, we've cost it out, and the, it would cost maybe between 35 and 40 if you add in sort of the extra and the administrative in a taxi. There's a humongous savings, even between 40 and 70 on every trip. And so that's we're making, we're making a little bit of news of here. The city, and part of what the city pays, I, don't, I think probably most people are aware, the state runs it but the city has to pay a certain percentage of it so we are paying for accessoride and in on our state taxes as well as on our city taxes okay um thanks for calling and you know we're making some news here that a lot of people obviously don't know about uh to get accessoride mta fares into the yellow taxi industry is a win-win situation it's through the e-hail providers which are now both the tpap providers so if people have questions or they want to know how it's progressing, I urge them to contact Veriphone and Cur- um, Arrow and Curb. Um, I'm sure that, you know, if they know there's lots and lots of interest and lots of drivers that are happy to do these rides and, and know how to be professional and handle passengers in wheelchairs, that's 
should be even more impetus to get the products in shape to work with the MTA. Um, here, you know, here's an email. Don't keep us in the dark. Tell us what extent yellow cabs are serving wheelchairs. Um, didn't they do like 40,000 wheelchair yellow fares last year or something? Yeah, we every um, month we do more and more accessible dispatch um, rides. And, you know, I'm a little embarrassed. I don't have that stat right on, right on hand. I'm happy to get it to you for um, another day on your show. But we did hit an all-time high last month. The wait time now is around 15 to between 10 and 15 minutes, which is unheard of. And what I'm always reminded of um, by Victor Khaleesi, who's the um, runs the mayor's office um, for people with disabilities, is that we can't know how many people who have mobility impairments want to ride in a taxi because they've never had that opportunity before. So now as we start giving them the opportunity, more and more use it. And that's why we've seen the rise every month in the yellow dispatch program. We're planning to uh, spread it out citywide. So yellows could do trips all over the city and be dispatched all over the city, and greens can also do it. And I think we're just going to continue to see the demand go up and up because this is a segment of the passenger population that really has not had this kind of mobility option in, in years past. All news that everyone needs to hear. Um, you're listening to the Taxi Dave Show. We're brought to you by Melrose Credit Union. And with us is the chairwoman of the New York City Taxi Limousine Commission, Mira Zoshi. Uh, we're taking calls and uh, emails. Bert, you're next on the Taxi Dave Show, unless we lost you. Hello, David. Hi. David, I have a question for the commissioner. Good evening, commissioner. Thank you for coming on the show and for taking questions. No problem. I, have, I would like to explain something to you, and I know there are many thousands of drivers in the same situation I am. I'm a 69-year-old male veteran. I'm a Vietnam veteran. I saved the money in Vietnam when I was there to buy a medallion. All my life, I thought my medallion would be my retirement fund. So I obeyed the rules, you know, paid the fees, did everything I could do. Now, there's a crisis in the industry. It can't be swept under the rug. Right now, there are approximately 2,000 medallions in storage because people that want to use their medallions for retirement can't get drivers. Is there any way that you can do something in the TLC to make it a little bit fairer where when drivers go to taxi school, which I know they go to school every single day because we're finding more more drivers every day than ever before, maybe like the baseball teams had to have profit sharing so that one team wasn't winning the World Series every year, so maybe the taxi drivers could be divided so that if there's 100 drivers, maybe 30, 30, and 30 for black car, for green car, and for yellow cabs, and this way it would level the playing field. Interesting. That's an interesting idea. It's almost as though you're asking if we could pass a requirement saying drivers have to do a certain number of trips in yellow taxis, green taxis, livery, and black car. Um, and I, you know, that's that that's definitely an interesting idea. The the one thing that comes to my mind is drivers. Uh, most drivers are independent contractors, so I don't know to the extent um, that that that's you know. That they get that flexibility. They get to choose where they can work. Um, but it's, you know, that's a very interesting concept. And I have to commend you. I get questions about the state of the industry a lot. And, and I'll be frank, a lot of times it is, can you give us the money back for our medallion? And, you know, the answer to that is, is no, the city's not going to be 
paying back for medallions that were at auction. So I really commend someone thinking about this problem in a practical and proactive way. And and thank you for um, bringing up that suggestion. I don't know um, how that would, you know, go go across as a rule among drivers. I don't know if it would be challenged in court because we would be restricting a driver's you know, ability to earn an income, someone might argue. Um, but it's definitely a thought and one that we won't dismiss. We'll take a look at it. And I appreciate your putting that kind of thought into this issue. Uh, we have to take a break. Uh, when we come back, I see we have an Amos, Dave, Jose, John, Cassius, Karen, a lot of callers. Uh, I know you have a time constraint, Commissioner, so I want to thank you for coming on the show. Can you stay with us a few more minutes or do you need to go? For a few more minutes, sure. Okay, uh, then we'll just take one caller uh, for the commissioner when we come back. You're listening to the Taxi Dave Show brought to you by Melrose Credit Union. You can get there from here. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about. This is great. She gave so much information that the drivers need to know and the public needs to know. Okay, and we'll get to all that other stuff that we talked about. New Jersey Transit, recalls, senior driving, gas prices, and the Midtown Tunnel. Stay tuned for more of the Taxi Dave Show. Seriously, why would you get a mortgage from a bank? Smart New Yorkers know that a credit union mortgage is better. We're Melrose Credit Union, and we want you to compare our mortgage to a bank mortgage. It's a financial eye-opener banks do not want you to see. Join Melrose Credit Union today. Find out why a credit union mortgage is better. Melrose Credit Union. You can get there from here. Deposit accounts federally insured to at least $250,000 by the NCUA. Affirmative action employer, equal housing lender. You're invited to a real killer of a house party at the all-new Forest of Fear in Tuxedo Park, New York. Scream your way through seven blood-curdling attractions for just one price. The Forest of Fear was voted scariest haunt in the state and one of the nation's must-see haunts. The Forest of Fear, Carnival of the Damned, The Slaughterhouse, Morningwood Cemetery, three classic horror movies, and so much more. Get your tickets tonight at theforestoffear.com. Not for children under 12. Gifford Insurance Company is located at 3601 43rd Avenue in Long Island City, New York. Hereford has served the for hire industry for over 20 years. We are very proud to meet your commercial auto, workers' compensation, and fire, theft, and collision needs. Please visit our website for additional information at herefordinsurance.com, www herefordinsurance.com or contact us at 718-361-9191. Hereford Insurance, we help move New York. My father drove a yellow cab with Neil Greenbaum's father, Andy, who was the founder of All Taxi Management. You too can join the All Taxi family. Drive yellow and earn green. You can now own a brand new 2016 wheelchair accessible vehicle for no money down. You'll earn 50 cents for every trip you take, plus $16,000 over four years. The car basically pays for itself. And to top it off, the first week is free. Say Taxi Dave sent you. And the first week is free. All Taxi Management is located at 4125 36th Street in Long Island City, and that's conveniently located near the 7 train. With many cars available, new or used, work with the folks who have a great reputation. Call Max or Mr. L at 718-361-0055. Must meet certain requirements. So say Taxi Dave sent you and you'll get one week free.
Pearland Brokerage is one of New York's oldest and largest insurance brokers, specializing in all forms of TLC insurance. They represent many insurance companies for black cars, luxury and car service vehicles, medallion taxis, and green cabs, so you can be assured that you will get competitive pricing. You can get your TLC-required liability insurance, as well as fire theft collision and workers' compensation coverage. Pearland can also help you with your personal and other commercial insurance. For your convenience, Pearland has six offices located throughout the city. To find their locations and hours of operation, visit their website at pearlandbrokerage.com. For all of your insurance needs, go to Pearland. Hey, taxi! Where to, buddy? The Taxi Dave Show. This is the place to be, WOR 710, Sunday nights between 8 and 9. And if you're partying tonight, remember, don't drink and drive. Call a taxi. Hail a taxi. Do whatever you have to do to get a taxi. Okay, we're with uh, the chairwoman of the Taxi Limousine Commission. I didn't realize how long we've been on the air already, Uh, so let's just take one more caller. Dave, you're next on the Taxi Dave Show. Hey, Dave. How are you? Okay. Hi, Commissioner Joshi. How are you? Good. How are you? All right. Um, I just wanted to. Um, I want to tie in two different things. Uh, first of all, I drive. Um, I would an accessible Nissan. I drive in the day shift. Last year at this time, I made about two fifty to three hundred. Right now, I'm lucky to make a little over two hundred. The um, accessible money is nice. It, it gives me that little extra cushion of, two, of the extra 10 bucks. That's great. But every, I see that the TLC always issues these reports about how, how much business is down year over year. Is there any sort of running total of how much business taxis have lost since the inception of Uber? Uh, yeah, we, well, we put out our fact book, and we have all of the trip data on our open data website. And taxi trips um, are down from last year, I think, about 8%. And then they're also down from the year before, again, around 5%. Okay, Okay, so so I'm sorry to interrupt. So does the TLC have any kind of number uh, that we should lose in in mind where they say, look, uh, Uber is damaging you too much, something has to be done? Or does or the TLC just report this every year? You're down another 9%. You're down another 10%. We regulate seven different sectors, and passengers make all kinds of choices about which one that they patronize. So uh, it's not as though we're the owner of a company and we provide a service. We're a regulator. We set the ground rules. And when new services come along, yeah, passengers may go to it. And then that's where the competition happens. And then taxi service changes, and some people may come back. It's, that's part of the nature of it. So there is no set number because it's a market, it's a free market, and people compete for customers. There's a lot of customers that prefer taxi, especially in the rain. They know there won't be surge pricing. Um, there's a lot of borough passengers that say, we never saw yellow taxi, never could get anywhere, and now we can get somewhere, and we use one of the app services. So I think in Manhattan, there's always a strong taxi population, but in the boroughs where there wasn't really one, um, there's there's 
definitely lots of room for the new sectors to grow, and they are. Commissioner, I want to thank you for um, your openness, your transparency, and most of all for coming on the Taxi Dave Show and giving us information um, that drivers, you know, they when they hear it from you, they know it's gospel and they understand from everything from the 12-hour rule, accessibility money, and what you just said. Um, will you come back on a future date and discuss other subjects sure. with us? I would love to. I'm sure there's other issues that are very important for drivers that um, I'd love to hopefully clear the air on or um, get some good good tips and good um, practical knowledge from. So thank you very much for having me on, and I look forward to being on again. Okay, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, the Commissioner of the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission. Okay, um, let's see. Let's read some emails. Please, ex- ba, ba, ba. I wanted to share this video. Customers are upset when they get into my car and cursing as they board because others refuse to pick them up. This is how people feel when they're discriminated and they're unable to catch a cab. Could you open up the discussion for drivers not to discriminate when picking up passengers? In addition, we need the TLC to approve identification method method like airlines while boarding or a better financial plan method to deter violators that are illegally jumping out of cabs for refusal to, and refusing to pay. In my opinion, this would decrease the concern that drivers have. We are losing the market share to these customers. They feel more comfortable to rely on Uber or Lyft. Safety is a concern for drivers as well. We need a better way to improve the quality of service to New York passengers when they street hail. We also need security cameras inside the partition and partitions like the NV200, especially for night drivers. Drivers would like to see a system that could bridge the gap in fare evasion. We can learn from the app companies and how they do it and implement the plan. System integration is key as technology is advancing. This would be a win-win for customers and drivers. Um, Here's an email. This is not a commercial. Um, Somebody created a Twitter page for drivers to communicate with each other. NYC Taxi Alerts. This can inform drivers of traffic conditions, airport parking lot status, high volume of pickups such as Lincoln Center, Madison Square Garden, Barclays, etc., etc. Anything that involves our industry that can be helpful to drivers can be placed here as an alert. Wanted to know if you could mention this resourceful information on your radio show. No, I won't. NYC <laughs> Taxi Alerts is where it is on Twitter. Uh, you know what? Let me hit a couple of other issues, and then we'll get back to our callers. Unbelievable list of callers. I just wanted to run through some stuff for you folks, okay? It's important to know um, everything that's going on here. First of all, New Jersey Transit, okay? they th- Compared to every other commuter railroad in the country over the last five years, New Jersey Transit, okay, has more accidents than any other commuter railroad in the country. 157 accidents since the start of 2011. Three times as many as the largest, the Long Island Railroad, okay? So, um, human factors such as speeding and drug impairment, okay? Um, The New Jersey Transit has paid over half a million dollars in fines, to settle 183 federal safety violations. And they include 33 violations for drug or alcohol abuse and 33 violations of operating procedures more than any other commuter railroad. New Jersey Transit had 75 derailments. 
That's more than the next four railroads combined. And human behavior was a factor in 57% of them. And, you know, they serve 320,000 uh, riders, weekday riders. Um, and this all started and came out once the, the employees, uh, res- there's a confidentiality report in the incident. So all this stuff was coming out. So real quick on the brakes, uh, the train that hit the Hoboken terminal, terminal last month, killing one and injuring a hundred, the brakes were functioning fine. Okay. So was it human error? Well, this is interesting because since the crash, New Jersey Transit just issued new instructions to its railroad employees requiring that two members of the train crew must be in the front car of every train pulling into Hoboken. Okay, what does that tell you, folks? What does that tell you? All right. So we'll do uh, one issue and then one phone call. So let's see who's next. Uh, Jose, you're next on the Taxi Dave Show. Okay. John, you're next on the Taxi Dave Show. Yeah, Dave, I just wish I could have got on with the commissioner. A few points I wanted to make is that how is it that Uber is allowed to drop the yellow cab from their app but keep the green cab and that there should be some regulations with the people sitting on the TLC that if they're voting on issues of Uber or Yelp that they cannot be allowed then to work for Uber or Yelp as soon as they leave the commission because there's a definite conflict of interest about how they're voting and then when they leave the TLC commission, they go right to work for Uber or Yelp. So there should be a two- or three-year period that if they leave the commission, they cannot work for these apps. That's a great idea. Hey, John, would you come on my radio show next week live? <laughs> i, I got to talk to you tomorrow about that. <laughs> okay. But, no, but I, I, I'm just like, the Uber just arbitrarily dropped the yellow cab from their app, but they said they're going to keep the green cab with stipulations on it. Why isn't the TLC ruling on that? Who is Uber to dictate to the city that, you know, we'll do green cabs, but we won't do yellow cabs? And, and who made this decision? I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how Uber is allowed to do whatever they want. It is. Um, when, when you say whatever they want, you're talking right now about the accessibility, right? And the chairman, the chairwoman did talk about, you know, the passenger's right to take the mode of transportation that they prefer. Um, it's, it's a, yes, you know, it's, it's a, they're, it's a they're hard they're subject to talk about because, you know, the yellow industry, uh, prices are down on the price of the value of the medallion, but people are still, you know, still taking cabs. Um, the chairwoman mentioned that, you know, business is down. And uh, with getting accessoride, hopefully business will come up again. But uh, this is something I, I think we can do a whole show on. Um, I got a lot of callers, got a lot of stuff to information to go over, and I always appreciate you calling the show, John. Great point, and I'm glad you brought it up. You there? Okay. Next, uh, let's see. Let's read this email. I was over at Kennedy Airport over a slice of pizza, grabbed a copy of the October issue with Taxi Insider as I perused it, turned to letter section, was immediately drawn to a letter authored by Catalina F. titled The Donald. On page 12, I meant to take a cursory tour of the letter and thus intended to read the first few paragraphs. I, however, found myself chewing the whole letter, sir. I feel that the message quality and its delivery was such that the letter warrants a wider circulation beyond that provided by the Taxi Insider. 
One that comes to mind is one provided by the New York Daily News. Not familiar with its publication and copyright protocol. I was wondering if it is possible and appropriate for Taxi Insider, the New York Daily News, and, Ta- and Catalina to arrange for this letter to be published in the Daily News also. Hoping to hear from you. Thank you. That's from uh, Mr. Zwana. Thank you for that letter. And uh, we'll see what we can do about that. How do you like that? Okay. I'd like to give a shout-out to our cab driver from Friday night by Carnegie Hall, uh, John 3L25. He took us home all the way to Woodhaven. Uh, it was He was so pleasant to speak with, too. Brad and I were chewing his ear off. Uh, and we love our yellow cabs. And that's from Christine. Thank you, Christine. Really appreciate it. Okay. Uh, let's go for let's take a break and when we come back we'll take some more calls we'll talk about the 23 cent gasoline tax um, some senior stuff and the recalls stay tuned for more of the taxi dave show brought to you by melrose credit union you can get there from here If the relationship that you have with your bank is the third teller from the left, then maybe it's time to rethink your relationships. At Melrose Credit Union, they believe you should get much more from a banking relationship. That's why they provide their members with a business services specialist, a dedicated individual who takes the time to get to know you and who is responsible for handling every single interaction you have with the credit union. So you can continue to wait for teller number three or head over to Melrose Credit Union. They look forward to getting to know you. You're invited to a real killer of a house party at the all-new Forest of Fear in Tuxedo Park, New York. Scream your way through seven blood-curdling attractions for just one price. The Forest of Fear was voted scariest haunt in the state and one of the nation's must-see haunts. The Forest of Fear, Carnival of the Damned, The Slaughterhouse, Morningwood Cemetery, free classic horror movies, and so much more. Get your tickets tonight at theforestoffear.com. Not for children under 12. Different Insurance Company is located at 3601 43rd Avenue in Long Island City, New York. Hereford has served the for hire industry for over 20 years. We are very proud to meet your commercial auto, workers' compensation, and fire, theft, and collision needs. Please visit our website for additional information at herefordinsurance.com, www.herefordinsurance.com, or contact us at 718-361-9191. Hereford Insurance, we help move New York. My father drove a yellow cab with Neil Greenbaum's father, Andy, who was the founder of All Taxi Management. You, too, can join the all-taxi family. Drive yellow and earn green. You can now own a brand-new 2016 wheelchair-accessible vehicle for no money down. You'll earn $0.50 for every trip you take, plus $16,000 over four years. The car basically pays for itself. And to top it off, the first week is free. Say Taxi Dave sent you. And the first week is free. All Taxi Management is located at 4125 36th Street in Long Island City, and that's conveniently located near the 7 train. With many cars available, new or used, work with the folks who have a great reputation. Call Max or Mr. L at 718-361-0055. Must meet certain requirements. So say Taxi Dave sent you and you'll get one week free. Berlin Brokerage is one of New York's oldest and largest insurance brokers specializing in all forms of TLC insurance. They represent many insurance companies for black cars, luxury and car service vehicles, medallion taxis, and green cabs, so you can be assured that you will get competitive pricing. 
You can get your TLC-required liability insurance as well as fire theft collision and workers' compensation coverage. Pearland can also help you with your personal and other commercial insurance. For your convenience, Pearland has six offices located throughout the city. To find their locations and hours of operation, visit their website at pearlandbrokerage.com. For all of your insurance needs, go to Pearland. This is the Taxi Dave Show. The best show on WOI. It's the only show I listen to. Stephen Bosworth in his time. Well, he may and he may decline. Did it matter? Does it now? Stephen would answer if he only knew how. Taxi Dave is back. This is the Taxi Dave Show. WOR. Uh, recalls. 22,000. 2015 Discovery Sport 3s, 2014 and 15 Range Rovers. The transmission sensors may have insufficient crimps in the transmission wire harness, and the transmission may unexpectedly shift to neutral, uh, for example, while you're on the highway or climbing up a mountain. Uh, the recall began on October 14th. Volkswagens recalling certain 2010 through 2013 Audi A8 vehicles. Have a coolant valve that may leak, allowing coolant to enter the engine control module, causing loss of power. Okay, that increases the risk of a crash. That recall began October 19th. Um, 1.4 million, 1.4 million Chryslers, 2011 to 2014 Chrysler 200s, 2010 Sebrings, 2010 2012 calibers 2010 to 2014 jeep patriots compasses compass and uh, compasses there we go and dodger vendor vehicles short circuit preventing airbags and the seat belts from deploying in the event of a crash that's serious folks and obviously you know what happens if you have a crash and your seat belt doesn't work and your the airbag doesn't go off uh, the remedy for this recall is still under development the manufacturer has not yet provided a notification schedule uh, 1.4 million totaling. Uh, oh, and let's not forget uh, the 92,000 Priuses are being recalled. 2016 and 2017s uh, to fix a problem with the parking brake. Uh, the parking brake could become inoperative, and all known owners of the vehicles will be notified by first-class mail starting in November. Not 13-class mail, but first-class mail. They're going to notify you that your parking brake may not work. So there you go, like 1.5 million recalls from the Taxi Dave show. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, somebody... Do, 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 do. Uh, you know, you can... You can currently book a wheelchair accessible, accessible trip originating in Manhattan by calling 311 uh, or calling a dispatch center, 646-599-9999, 646-599-9999. So just remember that, okay? Um, I'll give you some stats another time. The, gosh, I got so many phone calls here. Um, Noah, let's take our next phone call. Uh, who would that be? Fred, you're next on the Taxi Dave Show. Going once, going twice. How about Eugene? Cassius? Eugene? Hello there. Hi, you're on the Taxi Dave Show. Hello, Dave. Uh, how you doing? Great. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, you know, we, we have this 
this rule in the in the yellow cab uh, book about uh, the passenger should be able to demand uh, that the radio be turned on or that it be turned to the station of their choice and at a volume they wish. And I really think this needs to be looked at and, you know, even removed because it, it comes from the days of when, like in the Crown Vic that I used to drive, you could, you could turn the speakers off up front and just send this audio to the speakers in the back, you know, and, and like in the NV, the Nissan NV200, we, there's no speakers in the back for the radio. We can't do that anymore. So, I, you know, I had, I had a big ruckus with passengers that were cursing at me and they demanded to be let out because they were demanding that I put on a certain radio station and turn it up, you know, louder and louder. And it's like the only speakers are right here two feet in front of my face while I'm trying to work. And like, I like you don't have enough to concentrate on. <laughs> Right, right, right. It, it, it creates more So, folks, if you see a yellow cab with the music blasting, yell at the passenger, okay? Yell at the passenger. But you're right. That rule should be looked at, and something <laughs> should be done about shutting off the speakers in the front. Um, we got a lot of calls. Let me just read this. Thanks for calling the Taxi Dave Show. Safety classes to get a pass for a pedestrian knockdown or a bicycle accident, okay, are not serious, all right? There are people out there that are it's they're scam artists okay and they're trying to make a quick buck they're saying well if you take this course we have okay um and if the claim is under five thousand dollars you're going to get a pass you can drive a yellow cab if you hit a pedestrian or there was a bicycle accident not true according to this email and i don't know that it's true the driver shouldn't be blacklisted for three years for a scam or minor accident if the TLC and taxi schools work together to form a class or training program to earn a pass for one accident involving a pedestrian or a bicycle. They should get together, but right now it does not exist. Okay? The uh, seniors, ever wonder how many seniors are driving? Well, more than ever right now, an estimated 218 million seniors, okay, and four, I'm, I'm sorry, estimated... 218 million drivers and 43 million, one in five are over 65 years old. Drivers over 65 remain one of the fastest growing, growing demographic groups in the United States. Okay, drivers who are 80 years old or older increased over 1% since 2014. Okay, and at 110.5 million, women drivers outnumber men drivers last year. How do you like that? That reminds me of a joke. 95-year-old couple, the wife's upstairs, the husband's downstairs, and the wife yells down, hey, do you want to come upstairs and make some love? And the husband yells back, I can only do one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry, had to, had to get it in there, folks. Um, we're running out of time. Let's just be... Quick, I I'm, don't have time to talk about the gasoline tax, but November 1st you'll be paying 23 cents more. We'll talk about that another time. Uh, let's take a quick call uh, from Terry. Hey, Dave. I don't know if this call is of, of any real value, but it's it's it, it it means something to me anyway. I'm I'm a medallion owner who... Uh, Can you make it quick, Terry? I have a full-time driver, and uh, I've had to discount his uh, lease uh, uh, down 25% from where uh, he was originally at. 
and just you know but he started to uh, still like sort of fall behind and i finally said enough's enough if you can't meet the responsibility come park the car and that's it so you know that i've i've reached my breaking point i don't know what others okay we're running out of time Tara. sorry um listen call back next week okay we'll get we'll get to the crust of this this is the Taxi Dave Show. I'm sorry, Terry. I want to thank all you callers and all the callers on the line. It's lit up like a Christmas tree. I want to thank Commissioner Mirazoshi from the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commissioner. And you people make us the number one talker in New York City on Sunday nights on all of radio. Okay, I got to go now. Hey, taxi, yellow cab. Take me to the Bronx, baby. That's what I'm This has been a podcast from WOR.